0: I admit that in the past I've been a nasty They weren't kidding when they called me, well, a witch But you'll find that nowadays I've mended all my ways Repented, seen the light and made a switch Two years And I fortunately know a little magic It's a talent that I always have possessed And you lately, please don't laugh I use it on behalf of the miserable, lonely and depressed Pathetic. Poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor unfortunate souls, so sad, so true. They come flocking to my coffin, blind
1: little Mac pinwheel, and we're on. All right, episode 74. Maybe, maybe 75, maybe 972. We don't know for sure, but it's the Feminine Critique. I'm Emily.
2: I'm Christine. Yay!
1: You said that with so much more enthusiasm than you usually do. Thanks, I'm trying. It must be the, the, the humidity
2: it's it's powering me there you go powered by powered by damp air
1: empowered by pure misery of summer
2: mm, uh, that's we're, true.
1: we are in the dead of summer so we decided to watch movies about death and and oh death and resurgence right or re, re re resurrection death and resurrection right that's kind of a shared theme of our movies today. yes for some reason, I really that's, couldn't remember the word resurrection. That's right. It's, thank you.
2: There what are, are the, a couple. Th- yeah.
1: What are the movies in question?
2: There are themes. Oh. <laughs> um, 19 or something. 1999? 1990? 90. 90. Girl, that's a, no- oh, wait. I was going to go Blood Creek first. Oh, no, Blood Creek is 2008, honey. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, Blood Creek is 2008, and and I knew the yeah. other one was 1990 the first power
1: the first power so movies made let me wait am i doing the math right 28 years apart wow
2: yeah i guess
1: born in between could rent a car and i think run for senator that's that in itself kind of crazy uh yeah 1990s for the first power which was like a childhood staple of my life I watched that movie so many times in the early 90s, and I have not watched it since until this week. Uh, in 2008, it's Blood Creek that Christine is just weirdly obsessed with. Right? That's a fair... I
2: guess, I guess I'm weirdly... Yeah, I I guess I am. We'll get into it. I
1: feel like you bring that movie up as much as I bring up a step-up movie.
2: Which is... Well, I bring up step-up movies a lot, too. Yes, you It's do. shocking how much I bring Blood Creek up when being but feeling negatively or um neutral about it i don't really know why
1: i talk about it so much interesting you just have some kind of odd connection to it
2: when we get into it i'm sure i'll tell you all my feelings is
1: it because of your nazi heritage christine just tell me right now okay as long as you're willing to admit that why I hide it? Hey, there you go. It's hey, it's 2016. <laughs> Apparently, it's the cool thing to be if you watch American politics. But anyway, we won't get yes. into that because it's depressing and horrifying. Uh, movies we've been watching. Yeah. What you got for me, girl?
2: I've seen some. It's a really weird mix. Um, and not that many. More, a lot of TV still. Mm-hmm. i me too. 100% caught up on Drag Race. I've seen every episode now. Nice. Including all stars.
1: Okay, so what did you think of the last season? I know you She's, were rooting for Kimchi.
2: I, I, yes. Show. Can we spoil who won? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's been on. So yeah. Okay, so of course, I liked Kim, and I still like him. But who's gonna get mad about Bob winning? Because, like, yeah. Go ahead. Ha- because well, I mean, Bob was it's genius. Funniest person in the world. Yep. So, also, you need to go on YouTube and watch the video for Purse First. Oh, um, nice. Okay. Bob, okay. The Drag Queen's song. So, watch The beauty that. of
1: Bob was that Bob was so smart. Because clearly Bob watched every episode of Drag Race, and which is what anybody that goes on a reality competition show no, should do. It's, what you should be doing. it's very simple. You wa- It's it's like like what Bob says. Oh my God! You don't have a character from the Snatch Game. What have you That's- not watched the last six seasons when you knew this was coming? Um, and so Bob played it so perfectly. I even think that the episode, the Wizard of Oz episode, which of course I love because it was Wizard of Oz themed. Um, I think Bob even deliberately downplayed. That week, because Bob had been on such a high, that Bob was probably like, "Ah, uh, you know, I don't need to win this week. I, I need to get by. But if I keep winning, I'm going to be the front runner, and the front runner never wins. Like I'm yeah. so sure about that. I think Bob is that smart.
2: <laughs> well, it was well deserved. Mm-hmm. Smartness aside, yes, funny, just charismatic, mm-hmm. wonderful, lovely. Yep really great addition to um, the champions mm-hmm. yes yeah, to the royalty if you will really happy about it Good. so so yeah that was that was fun Excellent. feels like ages ago and so all stars 2 starts out uh, soon. in august i think right
1: okay. uh, very soon i know my dvr is already ready for it so
2: oh my god i can't wait i seriously can't wait i know it's going to be exciting i've never had to wait before because there was always just more yeah,
1: that's a hard day when that happens when you're um you know i guess as the kids call it binge watching a show that's been on and then all of a sudden you get to that oh now i'm live mad men that was me and mad men and it was awful it was like i have to wait seven days for the next episode yeah those were tough times.
2: so that's currently me and pretty little liars too <gasps> oh god yeah. I've- Never been current on Pretty Little Liars in the oh. 19,000 years. I don't it's, know. It feels it's like... It's been current. on for a very... for. There's a lot more episodes than I think you think of that show. It's so... I started watching it when I moved to Texas. So I've probably been watching it for a little over... Or around four years. I've never been current with it. Okay. Ever. So finish up the season that's on Netflix. And you had said like, oh, no, no. no Seven's on now. Mm-hmm. So I just happened to search for it on... um. On Hulu and ha- they had like the first two or three episodes I'm like oh my god so I watched them and as I'm going through them because I watch them like bits and pieces at lunch or like after work because Zach doesn't want to watch that um, <clears throat> all of a sudden I realized that shit. it ended and it tried to play something else I'm like wait what's happening oh god. <laughs> There's There's more. Like- <laughs> this is what it feels like to be current on a show yeah, so I am also crummy. caught up on Pretty Little Liars yeah um but other than tv i have watched some movies um i we friends of ours we have a a quote-unquote bad movie night but it's okay. more like an entertaining movie night that you can laugh at and talk about and you know fun stuff like Wait, that so we don't so have I, to be quiet while watching movie night yeah so don't it that. you can pick something good be positive, but don't pick anything negative. too serious mm. Um, so I My pick It was finally my pick Was I'll always know What you did last summer The third I know what you the did last The third, third summer. one well, I have not seen The the second one I mean I don't like The first one I think the first
1: one Has a few Well directed sequences But I think the first one Is a stupid stupid movie With a That makes no yeah. sense
2: I don't The like second the, one is awful The second one's useless The third one I am Obsessed with Oh man Is it's it on instant so somewhere Like is it weird. Readily available I don't think so. Okay. I own it on DVD that I bought at Big Lots. So.
1: <laughs> That's a Big Lots movie.
2: We can't all have Big Lots
1: movies. Like we really this. can. Not if you don't have a Big Lots like anywhere near you. Hello in Manhattan.
2: Emily, you would love this movie. I feel like I probably would. It is fucking batshit. I nice. love it. And so it was, it was, a, we were in a, Zach and I had both seen it. We were in a group of people who hadn't, no one had seen it. People had varying degrees of enjoyment of the other two. Okay. Um, it Killed. Everyone loved it, and I was so happy. <laughs> now, so,
1: is this uh connected to the first two films, or no? Because oh, I'm getting no. none of the cast comes back.
2: Oh, in the strangest way. Oh, it's I can't give anything away. Okay, okay, it's okay so don't bizarre. don't. Okay, I'll get to it. You should. You should. If I trusted the mail and sending things to you, I would. <laughs> yeah, but we, you and I, have very bad luck when it comes to the Pony Express.
1: That is the with- USPS. <laughs>
2: I have luck with the mail. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I went to the theater and I saw um, a documentary called Tickled. Have you heard anything I've about heard it? I've heard of
1: it. I really hate Tickle. I, hate, I, 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 don't, I don't know anything about it. I just know the title is Tickled, and that freaks me out because I don't like Tickling.
2: I don't like Tickling either. I didn't like this movie either. Ooh, okay. Is
1: it <laughs> it's produced by, like, David Fincher or something, or am I crazy? Is it? I don't know. It's somebody like Soderbergh or Fincher or somebody like that, I think.
2: Uh-huh. I have no idea. I had very little knowledge going in. I was really afraid I was going to get catfished, like, mm-hmm. in the sense like, of what Catfish did. <laughs> Um okay. you know, like a catfish experience, but like, um, it just was really meandering, mm. and it and it could have been interesting, but I don't feel like there was as meaty of a subject. Was there a lot of tickling in it? Kinda. Ugh. Okay, now. But what I was worried about was obviously it's about. For anybody who doesn't know, it's about. Tickling videos online, hmm. so I really thought it was going to be super judgmental and mm-hmm. really fucking shamey and like mean spirited. Okay, it, do- it never does that, but, that's good. but sadly, it's ne- never particularly. It's, but it doesn't do anything
1: good either. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't shame you.
2: Okay, that's something. That's something. Um, so instant movie called Intruders. Um, with oh, where is she from? I can't remember. Um a woman that's in a lot of stuff and i can't remember what else but also martin star where she's stuck in a house and she's a she has like agoraphobia and she can't leave the house even though she's getting intruded
1: okay i i don't know this
2: one the poster's like a house with like weapons coming out of it like the silhouette of a no i really must not have been you that said something about this one i don't think it was Oh, no, I was very underwhelmed Unless by it. Unless
1: I really don't remember, which no, sounds I think, like I, I think might you, not have. I think you would. Have. But um, underwhelming, you're saying.
2: Yeah, I was. I was wanted to talk to you about it, but I, I can't remember who said something about mm. it. Then. Eh, I didn't really particularly enjoy it. Martin Starr was in it, though, so that's fine. Okay. Um, I watched Ava's Possession, which is a movie you did see.
1: I did see! I really liked <laughs> not, it. What'd you think?
2: i not making that shit up. You're not. Um, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as I, I think I could have. I know that's a weird thing to say. No, because I,
1: I felt similar, where it's like, oh, you, you got something great here, and then it uh, doesn't quite know how to maintain that greatness i think
2: yeah but i liked it and i would Mm -hmm. definitely recommend it um i'm glad i finally watched it good Good. by so many times yeah it's it's got a great cast and i like the lead actress a lot oh me too oh it was
1: the end the end i didn't like the end i hated i hated the end it just it took a different tone and that movie had such a good kind of light humor about it and then it decided at the very end, "Eh,
2: let's try to actually be a horror movie. You're like, no, you don't have to do that. It's okay. Yeah, it didn't, it was weird. It came, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So sadly, you know, the end is the last thing you see and that kind of colors your... This is true what you walk away with but i try to keep it in perspective i did enjoy it while i was watching yeah, and, it.
1: and i think like you and i always talk about this it's i want more from that director certainly.
2: oh my gosh definitely yeah. it was very I, it,
1: pretty yes it, the look of it was great really like good handle on probably a very low budget good mm. work with the actors and just kind of the tone i liked and, until the end
2: yeah so i'm just intrigued
1: by what else that director will do
2: yeah big thumbs up um <laughs> in that regard so i went to the theater and i saw ghostbusters me too Yay! Yay! Do you want to talk about it? Yay! I liked it. I did too.
1: <laughs> I just had, you I mean, oh, know, was it perfect? No. Did every joke land? No. But no. did I laugh for like hundred minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: yep. Yeah. I la- I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I thought Chris Hemsworth was really funny. Loved I thought how they used him. Um, all the cameos. Well, that's not true a lot of the cameos hit and worked really well okay fair uh, um
1: <laughs> the last one was my favorite the, second the last to two last... actually were my favorite okay
2: so okay me too the so end it's... credits
1: there's one during the end credits
2: yes and then I did... there's one at the very
1: last scene yeah
2: so the last so the second to last one uh-huh. as you refer to it, my entire theater started applauding yep mine did too mine Didn't... was so happy at that moment or no one else there was no applause for anyone else you know it's funny now that i think about it
1: i feel like it was like we had a pretty packed theater we went saturday morning um i don't know if it was sold out but it was a pretty full theater and i mean the theater was into it there were kids that were like like saying things that were really cute like everybody was laughing it was a really good crowd and i agree that the person in the final scene got applause i don't know that any of the other cameos did
2: it's like okay so there's obviously somebody who couldn't be in the movie but right. there's a there's a bust mm-hmm. yes. of him that that um got some like oh yeah, like, a, like yeah. recognition and stuff yep. but then but like Straight up, up! I clapped. I clapped too. Every, like so many people applauded, and it made me feel so fucking happy. Because I
1: think it was like I, you get it, you wait so long for you're like I wonder if this person's gonna have a cameo because this is the person that kind of always gets shafted. Oh nope, save save that person for last.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was so exciting. Yep. So I liked it a lot. I would watch it again. You're right; not every joke hit. Um, it wasn't perfect, but. I mean, Not- from the very first scene,
1: uh, which where it was uh, Gabe from The Office, like, oh, giving the tour. I know. I'm
2: so excited. The very
1: first scene, I'm laughing. There were, like, three jokes that yeah. really hit hard for me, mm-hmm. where I was just, just, like, immediately, I'm like, okay, this is my humor. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Um, I I loved all, – all the women were great. I love that yep. they gave them all meat, and they gave them all characters, and they – every one of them was – different person none of them were types or what you get in another movie Um, what's her name Uh, Kate McKinnon is just ridiculous yeah Uh, and and I actually I teared up at the very end I'm not gonna lie What what did you tear up at Uh, two moments one very briefly was the moment when the city acknowledges them yeah I like that. but more was when Kate McKinnon gives a toast
2: yeah, that was really sweet too. Yeah, that really and got me. Yeah, that was really good. Zach liked that too. He was like, "I'm surprised that that was that well yeah. written and well yep. delivered. It was really good, and it the- works so well because this character that I they kind of create as this sort of sort
1: of like the weirdo of the group, the one that is seems the least emotional in yeah. you know any capacity, and then and the way she delivers that is just so. It's like no, that's she knew that character. All of them knew their characters inside and out. It's so organic in it's weirdness.
2: It was very it was very genuine mm-hmm. and it was it was really good. Um, I got choked up in the final fight scene yeah. when when Kate McKinnon was like kicking this ass. Like, I got like oh god. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I was going to at least once and and that was that was when it happened for me. So now it's Suicide Squad. Every time I see the trailers I um, start crying. Ah. So Really excited for Margot Robbie. <laughs> okay, um, I, I have no desire to
1: see it. I look forward, though, to hearing what you think.
2: Um, you will, you will definitely hear my my I'm thoughts. Sure, I will. Yeah. So I, I it paid off in this movie. I'm like, I know I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna get choked up. <laughs> Let, Let it in. out. I'm glad you liked it. Oh, I loved I it. Thought yeah. It was
1: good. Yeah. I'm. I hope it does well. I hope it shuts people up. Um, just you know. Just uh, everything just it was a smart Decision and you know it, it exposed a lot of things About humanity on the internet I Ugh, guess Totally and I I am glad It seems to be doing well I don't think it Was doing you know Jurassic World numbers But yeah. I think it's been deemed a success Uh So so yay
2: Yay indeed yeah. um, And I got a free was- movie out
1: of it Because we we saw it in 3D We thought Uh, We sit down, we put the glasses on, the movie starts, I'm I'm watching, I'm like, in that first scene, I'm like, this feels like a scene that would have been in, like, 3D, because there's like a ghost coming at you, and meanwhile, I'm also like, it's really dark, this is a pain, and then I look at Bran, and he takes his glasses off, he's like, yeah, it's not in 3D, and we're like, oh, you're right, the theater is not showing it in 3D for some reason, and apparently their projector wasn't working, so then as we left, they gave everybody free tickets to another movie. Oh, that's good. Oh, Yeah.
2: Did Success you use all those around. tickets yet? Not yet.
1: No, not yet. Okay. I was gonna say, what did you see? I did not see. I don't. I'm actually. I think I'm like good for the summer now. I don't know what else is coming out.
2: <sighs> really? For me. well, I have two movies coming up on my list. I'm you shouldn't. Sure you. Oh, let's hear them. Well, I watched. I went on a little bit of a documentary kick. Didn't finish a couple of them. Won't talk about that. <laughs> but one of them that I did finish was Lost Souls. The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, this is imagine? about
1: um, Richard Stanley's attempt at making Dr. Moreau, Actually, right? Have you watched it? No, I have not. Emily, I meant you to. you love
2: it. You should really
1: watch I it. I should. I mean, I, I love the... I, I, I've i seen all three of the films. Yeah. Uh, I find them all fascinating and all all for very different reasons. And I, re- I remember reading, like, an Entertainment Weekly article about that way back when, when they were filming it, and just thinking, like, this is a fascinating mass and the movie is a fascinating mass so i'd like to see that documentary watch it it's on instant right Uh, it was for a while i don't know if it's still there
2: i'm not sure if we saw it watched on like netflix or if we watched on amazon but it it was there it was streaming somewhere out there
1: so high recommend from you
2: yeah i liked it a lot nice i think you would too um so i watched the great muppet caper just (gasps) Yay, of course, why not? I, I kept referencing it, and I kept putting Miss Piggy swimming gifs Aww. on uh, Twitter, and I was like, I need you to just fucking watch this movie. Yeah, it's such a it's, good one. It's the best. <sighs> well, as I, as I get older, it might be my favorite. It uh, See,
1: I think for, I mean, you and me, Muppet State Manhattan has such a mm-hmm. very emotional, very, like, personal pull, but Great Muppet Caper really does have is mad is it because it's so well done yeah just the whole conceit of them being in a movie and playing these characters but it's them it's a
2: full movie it feels like a movie movie. and the humans are so good in it yes yeah it's a good one it's a very good one so yeah i love that movie Mm -hmm. so i went to the theater twice this past weekend Once to see star trek beyond Once to see lights out oh okay um, Lights Out was not great. No. It was kind of boring. No. Um, Zach called it um, Duke Light or <laughs> Babadook
1: Jr. or something? I, I have heard some describe it as, well, you know, it
2: kind of attempts to do a little bit what the Duke does, but just it's not quite as good. Yeah, it's got Oculus shades in okay. it, too. Okay. So it tries to do that, like, horror and mental illness right, allegory. Right. But it doesn't, it doesn't really do it well. Okay. So it's, it just leaves you going like, eh, this doesn't feel finished. Um, but whatever, it wasn't the worst time I spent in the theater because Star Trek Beyond was. Oh, <laughs> I,
1: I have not seen. I still haven't seen uh, Into Darkness. Brandon saw Beyond and he loved it. Really? really? I
2: don't. Yeah, a lot of people did.
1: But you did not. What did you not like about it?
2: I thought it was boring, mm. and it it stole like. I feel like it stole. Stole is a bold word. It felt like it pulled a lot of what worked from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, and you know what's funny? When I saw
1: one trailer, I'm like, the villain kind of looks like, uh, what's her name in Guardians of the Galaxy?
2: Yeah, it's definitely, like, it, I don't know. There are a lot of issues I had with it, and my my dislike of it is is well formed in my mind, and I feel like I can defend it because it, it's one of those movies. It doesn't happen as much anymore, but one of those movies where I walk out and like you hear what people are saying, and everyone seems to love it, right? And the internet seems to love it, and I'm like, what movie did I
1: watch? Mm, I know what you're saying.
2: Yeah, now we are I, you.
1: Where are you as far as being a Star Trek fan? Like the original Star Trek, I love. Okay.
2: Um i've seen some of like the original movies not all of them um next generation thumbs up and then after that i i never really followed any of them okay um the first jj abrams star trek i liked
1: Mm -hmm. sure i don't know anybody that didn't it's just it's just fun
2: it was was good like it was yeah it was a good time and then this this one though the last one i was like Mm. but i thought this could be good like why not this could be good
1: did you like this one more or less than Into Darkness?
2: <sighs> I think they're the same. Okay. I don't. I can't really articulate why I didn't like Into Darkness. Maybe because I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. But like this one, I don't know. Like the next day, we could not stop talking about it. About all the things that.
1: <laughs> but in a bad <laughs> way. Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, if you have no desire to see it, then I don't think there's anything. Yeah, I mean, eventually
1: I'll I'll watch them eventually, but I'm just not in a rush.
2: Yeah, I get that. It's Movie Passes fault. Sure.
1: No, I I I think it's great that you get to see everything pretty much. But uh, for me, I just I don't have the time to go to a theater. It just takes too long to get to a theater yeah. and home. Uh, so you know and, and it's i'm so i'm bad about this but i'm not like so many movies that have come out where i'm like oh high rise i can i can vod it uh you know by the time i'm going to pay 15 bucks for it and it's going to be on available in like two months i'll just wait yeah you know and then i do I and that. it's it it doesn't usually hurt that much it, i think it actually hurts more now with tv mm-hmm. with shows that are streaming where you can watch all of them at once cuz that's where all the conversation about it happens in those first two weeks and then it becomes very difficult to go back two months later and kind of see read reviews and read discussions and nobody wants to talk about it by that point whereas with movies you you get that fair like everybody talks about when it comes out and then everybody talks about it when it comes streaming or comes available you know, that's a good point and with TV it's become like more challenging in some ways I think yeah do you have any more movies? Oh, did you watch Stranger Things? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, Speaking you have, of, and that's yeah. my exact Speaking point. Of what yeah, is- we have not. I I had heard nothing about it. I feel like it just kind of came out of nowhere, uh, and then all of a sudden, I saw everybody on the internet that I, whose tastes I'm similar to, talking about it. Uh, we're going to watch it. We just haven't started yet. Mm-hmm. So, but you did you finish it or you're yeah you did. I-
2: yeah i I liked it you liked it okay I think you I think you'll like it too yeah
1: it's what eight episodes about
2: yes I believe okay. it is I believe it is eight it's definitely not like a full, full like 12, American 13, season yeah, yeah but oh, I don't think it's six I'm pretty sure it's eight okay it's good it's really good and yeah we did watch it all that first weekend mm-hmm. I, I I couldn't help it there's no there's no drag race <laughs> <laughs> so that's
1: fair that's fair I'm, I'm hoping to get it in soon before too many things get spoiled like I don't know anything about it and yet things have already been spoiled for me so
2: oh, really? I know yeah yeah well let me tell you this and I know you and I are similar feeling on this knowing things about it won't change your enjoyment excellent
1: that does it make me happy
2: it doesn't you don't need to know or not know something to like it because it's a. The, oh my god the kids in it are amazing you're gonna love them awesome so it's it's about the story, and it's about the journey, not so much what happens during okay, it. that's good. That's very good. So. Cool. Hooray! So what'd you watch that obviously okay. wasn't great
1: things? What have I
2: watched? Let's see. Um,
1: th- there were, like, four different nights between from when we recorded and now where it's, like, closing up for the night but turn something on for like the last 10 minutes and i'm still awake brushing my teeth and stuff and that keeps being a league of their own they just keep showing it on cable so <laughs> See, it's in like different moments and i'm just like okay i guess i guess i'm gonna quote along with this scene now so i've watched like a league of their own in different parts about 10 times in the past you know week
2: that's uh, still great
1: never bad gets better every time r.i.p gary marshall uh, I, I love that movie so fucking much uh, on the TV front, um, still cruising into Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, mm-hmm. still loving it, still disappointed you haven't started it.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, well, I'm running out of things. I've, I've watched the whole of the internet. Okay, <laughs> so now
1: you have this. It's on Netflix. I uh, love it. I'm about probably halfway through the season now, and just, it it gets better. Um, the songs are still fantastic. Rachel Bloom is a uh, Out of this world talent Um, And it's just really uh, Awkward And honest And and not easy on its characters Or subject matter Um, And it's great So I can't speak highly enough about it Uh, And we finished Daredevil
2: season 2 Did did I talk about that last time? No I haven't even started it Okay
1: Did you watch first season?
2: I did watch the first season And you liked it right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I obviously not enough to start watching the second season for whatever
1: reason. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Daredevil season one, I liked. There were things about it I really liked. Um, I thought it kind of lost a lot of its momentum towards the end, and it just didn't finish that strong. Mm -hmm. Then I watched Jessica Jones, which I fucking loved, beginning to end. I thought Jessica Jones was just near a near perfect season of TV. It was an A minus. It was so good, so kind of focused, and everything. Uh, Daredevil season two is a mess. Really? I thought so. Um, and I was, like, trying not to say it for a while, because, like, Brian and I would watch an episode, and I was kind of like, because I'm like, I don't want to, you know, like, tilt him away. I don't want to, like, start talking negative about it and, like, make him, you know. But then, like, after one episode, like, I couldn't hold it anymore. I'm like, you know, this season. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not there. It yeah. just, I mean, it has... A, The pacing of this season is so weird and off. It starts off really strong. It's all about the Punisher. It's scary. It's dramatic. It's fascinating. And then Sidelines Punisher gives you a boring court case for three episodes, introduces its main villain that you never actually meet, that I guess is a big villain in the comics. Um,. Via Scott Glenn showing up and giving this like five minute speech about who the hand is and who these ninjas are, mm-hmm. and it's like that's how you introduce your villain—you just have a guy talk about them. Uh, the show didn't know what to do with Elektra. Um, oh, that's disappointing. It's that's very like disappointing. A
2: really big selling point, yeah. the Season for me, and
1: it's—it's it's like not the actress's fault. It's just they—they they did not know what to do with her. They didn't know how to. Establish this relationship that they Really didn't establish before As being the Mm -hmm. most important thing on the show Especially when they already have Um uh Matt in a Relationship with another character Like So it's just messy It just feels like they had all these storylines that they had to do And just the post-its got Mixed up and then they just kind of did them Out of order and it didn't make sense Mm -hmm. Um there's an episode I won't spoil anything but let's just say there's halfway through the season when it's like i'm like oh man this is rough they bring a character in that you've met before and you're like oh god like this is what the like this is what the show could be and it just reminds you how good the show was um so it's not a waste like i'm not sorry i watched it i'll watch the next season it's just one of those like man like how'd you guys you went from being like a B plus of a first season to me to being like C minus D plus. I just, I think it was a mess and it was frustrating. Uh, That's Clancy Brown, really like they motherfucking wasted Clancy Brown.
2: That doesn't make me want to.
1: I know. I'm sorry, watched. but you should watch Jessica okay. Jones. You should really watch. I, Jessica I know. Jones. I really
2: should. That's really
1: good. Uh, okay. And then movies. I don't have many. Um, cause you know, I was watching a lot of like a league of their own and crazy Ex girlfriend, apparently. Um, but I have, okay, one movie as recommended by dear friend of the show, James, and it was on Amazon Prime, and it was a movie called Besties. Oh, boy. So there ain't no way I ain't watching a movie called Besties. Um, This was really odd, and I think you might actually like it. Oh, fun. So it's about this girl who's, like, 14, and her neighbor is, like, the really, like, hot, like, cool girl. And, like, the 14-year-old just is, like, fascinated by her and kind of in love with her and everything. And they end up uh, having a party at the younger girl's house. And the older girl's, like, ex-boyfriend comes over. They end up accidentally killing him. And so they have to, like, get rid of the body. They have to keep this secret. And it's very much just about this really awkward, you know, young teenager, like, who's very insecure and all of this, like kind of trying to grow up and find strength and stuff. Um, it's like, it's not, it's not terrible in a lot of ways. Like the acting is bless you. Oh, um, thank you. You're welcome. The girl like playing the lead is actually, if you really think about what she's doing with her performance, it's really good. Like she's playing a 15 year old girl. Who's who's, Awful because all 15 year old girls are awful. Mm-hmm, very true. You're 15, but you're probably awful. But you're awful. Um, Come on, get it together. And she's actually like really like she's so awkward that it's really fitting. Uh, and even like the bitchy girl is actually like she's not bad. Like she's and like she's not even evil. Like she's just, you know, knows she's pretty. So she uses that and everything. So this was just it was odd. It was awkward. It was uncomfortable to watch. But it for what it was, it was kind of okay. Um so I don't know what kind of recommendation that is, but that was that's my summary of Besties in in a few words. Uh <laughs> very different <So> old. <laughs> yes, right, right? Uh, oh and Parker Lewis is in it. He play, plays her did the girl's dad, which is just weird because his yeah, Corin yeah. Nemec should always be like nineteen years old. Always. He's a teenage kid. How is he playing? So as like a dad? single dad of a teenage girl, it's weird. Yeah. Um, also watch. This was a a, a movie. Brandon watched a lot as a kid. Nineteen ninety television adaptation of Treasure Island. Weird. <laughs> so this cast. Let me tell you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Charlton Heston as Love Long John Silver. Um, Christopher Lee in a small part. Wow. Pete Postlewaite in a very small part. Uh, and perhaps most notably. A young Christian Bale as really the boy whose name I can't remember.
2: Some boy Jim, treasure
1: Jim Jim Hawkins Jim yeah we'll say Jim Hawkins. Um, Christian Bale is like 15 in it. He's really young. Yeah, it's like pre-newsies. Christian Bale. Uh, this directed by Charlton Heston's son. Uh, oh, fun. It's, it's a TV film, so you feel you do kind of feel like okay, they're definitely not. It's not as big as it would have been. Mm. Um, but this is really fun if you like. Like a family pirate movie Uh, Charlton Heston is having Such a good time playing a pirate Like he's just You can tell he was just given this role And treated it like a chewy piece of jerky Like he's having fun Um, And it's just It's a decent little pirate film So that's that Uh, A couple of Lifetime movies Of course and And also in the same situation where like I didn't plan on watching them. Uh, I sat down on the couch to, like, I don't know, finish up whatever I was doing on the computer. Brandon was leaving the room, so he turned the TV on to Lifetime so that I could, like, define something for me to watch. He walks out of the room, and then two hours later, I've ended up watching all of Killing Mommy, uh, oh, a.k.a. My. Deadly Daughters. Uh, this is a film Ooh, about... very nice. Yeah, so there's these twins, and they're, like, like 20 or so, and... Um, one of them's like blonde and like really, you know, well behaved, and the other one uh, is a for like a recovering drug addict, and she's she has dark hair, so you know she's evil. Um, and by dark hair, I mean she has a dark haired wig that's very obviously a <laughs> wig because it's very obviously the same actress playing both parts. Um, I was going to ask, had twins? Are... Oh, oh, yes. And the whole thing is, of course, like, but which one is the evil twin? So it's it's a terribly uh, fun evil twin movie you see the twist coming a mile away but and like it it's so random about when it reveals the twist uh so yeah there was that and then one that i really didn't mean to watch but then all of a sudden i was an hour into it and i couldn't stop uh honeymoon from hell starring katherine hicks uh this is Wait, about what is this from what's that What's, what year is this Oh present? this is recent This is a like Recent Lifetime movie And, and <laughs> <laughs> this is like Catherine Hicks Didn't talk about this one On the that gal Who was in that thing uh, Partially because It's terrible <laughs> So it's about This young couple That goes to a bed And breakfast And it turns out um, uh, Catherine, uh, Catherine Hicks Is like running the bed and breakfast And she's southern Maybe Or midwestern Maybe Who knows Or New York I don't know um, but the whole thing, like the young wife thinks that it, like it's haunted cause like these ghosts, this ghost appears and everything, but it turns out that no, her husband is just, uh, planning with Catherine Hicks to kill her or to make her kill herself so that he can inherit her money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, this is really, this is like one of those kind of equivalents of a lifetime Christmas movie where they film it in a week and the set looks like it's. You know, if you you know, knock on the door it's just gonna fall apart and reveal like a Christmas scene behind it. Um, but I watched it, so that. Uh, and then one more movie. This was courtesy of HBO Go. I think you've Ooh. seen this. A what little is horror it? movie called Unfriended.
2: Oh, I loved Unfriended. I liked it quite a bit. This was good. Uh, I was like, what is that? Uh, I did not,
1: didn't understand what it was. Um, you liked it? I did. Um, I had seen The Den, and this is very similar yes. in terms of it also is a movie that takes place on a laptop. Um, yeah. And it's really interesting to kind of like look at it compared to The Den and what they do differently. Uh, and both what both do really well is both have casts of young actors who are able to act in this medium quite naturally which is not easy like as an actor i imagine if you're you know basically if you get to act in front of a webcam that can't be that easy to do in a way yeah yeah and i I thought the cast was actually all very good like they were all Mm -hmm. natural and believable They're, they're like like you know the grounding force of that movie yeah and they, I liked that. It like it wasn't a movie that was all about oh these people are so awful let's kill them. It also yeah. wasn't oh no they're like re- they're really good people we want you to feel bad when they die. It was kind of just like it put these people out there <laughs> to say like these are some shitty teenagers because most teenagers are shitty. Uh, what happened? They don't deserve what happens to them. But we're not gonna rip your heart out to watch it like. I thought it put the viewer in a really comfortable place, in a way,
2: yeah. if that makes sense. No, no, I know what you're, what you're saying. It wasn't trying to forcibly elicit an emotion from yes, us. Yes, exactly. Which is obnoxious sometimes, it, because a lot of times it's kind of hollow.
1: Yeah. And, like, I'm I'm only ever going to care about these kinds of characters. You know, there, there's things you could do to make me really care about them, and I have cared a lot about Characters and found footagey horror movies. For like, sure, The Den was one that actually it's it's part of why when it ends, I felt like I really had been slapped in the face because they really do make you feel for this character and you like her and you know you are actively rooting for her because she seems like a good person. Mm-hmm. And whereas in this one, it was like, it was much more there was a distance there and that was like a comfortable distance that I liked. I guess uh, like it didn't make it feel miserable because it was you know. It just didn't rip my heart out, and I was okay yeah. with that. Uh, and it was, it understood pacing very well. It's short, but it wasn't just that it was a short movie, it was that it knew to keep, you know, when you're watching a laptop movie how to be dynamic about that yeah um so yeah i was i was impressed by it and i was i'd heard good things so i expected it to be better than one would think of a movie called unfriended
2: mm-hmm. um
1: but i was yeah p- a pleasant uh pleasant little horror movie i'd say
2: i'm glad you liked it
1: thank you i appreciate you being happy for me
2: yay yeah that's uh,
1: all the stuff i watched so on that note Uh, Now, are you just like burning to talk about Blood Creek or do you want to go chronological?
2: We can go chronologically. All right.
1: So we're going to take a quick break. Come back to 1990s, the first power.
0: I got steam heat, but I need your love to keep away the cold I got. Steam heat I got Steam heat, I got Steam heat, but I can't get warm. Without your hand to hold. The radiator's hissing Still I need your kissing To keep me from freezing each night I got a hot water bottle But nothing I got Will take the place of you Holding me tight I got.
1: 1990 When you and I were Little girls of eight I yeah. uh, Robert Reznikoff May, wrote and directed The First Power, originally titled Transit. Ooh, fun. Because it's about a spirit transiting and stuff. Uh, so, why don't you, who's so good at this, give a quick synopsis of the movie? Okay. And don't just say it's kind of like Shocker that doesn't that's not a glass
2: i was gonna say it's kind of like fallen oh but fine. it's really not it's really not no, actually that was that was zach's critique of it and i said listen buddy if we want to talk about fallen we'll talk about fallen, and
1: then we'll talk about shocker because we can't talk about them without talking about the other i've never seen shocker really oh it's terrible it's shocking it's, it's shockingly <laughs> terrible but at the same time you kind of have to have seen it no, and OTLP seen- just covered it on their podcast And it was like remind like All the things they were saying I haven't watched it in years But I'm like oh yeah I remember how bad that was
2: no, Never seen Again it. a movie I saw a lot when I was a kid though So I will tell everyone What this movie is about But I hope that you had the same reaction To this movie <laughs> <laughs> Again I, I This movie was imprinted
1: on me It just okay. must have been on HBO Like every, I guess every so. two hours Or something it seems like an HBO movie. Very much. Um,
2: so it's about a serial killer mm-hmm. that kills people in Satany satanist, Satany ways. Pan- yeah, satiny panic ways with like pentagrams and shit. Um, he gets caught by Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh yeah. Um is murdered even though some weird psychic lady tells him not to put the guy, the serial killer, to death. Mm -hmm. He gets put to death anyways. Um, Ends up, murders pick back up again. Mm -hmm. Um, What's going on? Is it a copycat? Did the guy get resurrected? Is he a ghost or something? I guess we'll never know (laughs) because this is how our cops talk, so we do Um, not know how to investigate. That's what happened in this movie.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, so this, so Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, plays yep. detective, uh, detective Logan. I mean, he's Lou Diamond Phillips to me, so I'm not even going to try to call yeah, him something did else. Yeah, he have a name in this? He's- he had a name. Who cares? He's Lou Diamond Phillips. I have the biggest crush on him at this time. Um, this is like fresh off of Young Guns. So, yeah, I was a fan. Um, so he's, you know, he's the cop who's, you know, and I love, it's, Let's talk about the way – about what a cop was in action movies made in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. He's got to be eating cold pizza. Like, we have to have a scene. His apartment has to be a mess but also undecorated as if he's never home even though clearly he's there a lot. Um, We're introduced to him like – Sharing cold pizza with his cat, loved it. Love the cat. The cat that just randomly gets like at one point he somebody throws a a the cat. At it's him. very clear that some that the, the you know the grip offhand just threw this cat Head first at Lou Diamond. Dropped, dropped it right on him. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, so he's you know the cop who like seems to have no personal life. Seems to be really dedicated to his job. Really intense. Um, you know he ends up. He does have a partner. His partner, played by Michael T. Period Williamson, who would later be Michael T. Williamson,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, who you probably know best as um, Bubba from Forrest Gump, um, among many other things. But.
2: Yeah, I think he was in the Purge election year. He was? Yes, okay. he was
1: He was awesome in the Purge election year. <laughs> he is the, one of the best parts of that movie. He totally does. Isn't he also in Final Destination 4? is he who's he in final decision oh my god God. guy (laughs) i think you're right i'm pretty sure um so michael T. williamson is is the blue diamond phillips like nicer partner you know a little Mm -hmm. more human Mm -hmm. which obviously means spoiler alert he's gonna die pretty quickly (gasps) in a horrific way that that ruined me as a kid and ties in nicely with our second that's why i picked this movie I picked this movie. Seriously? No, I'm. I'm. No, I'm not lying one bit. Christine picked, as we all know, last week. Demanded we cover Blood Creek, and I tried to. Th- I started looking. I'm like, okay, let me think of like other Nazi-themed horror films, and then I started. am like, you know what? Like, what's the most prominent thing about Blood Creek after the Nazis? It's the horses, right? It has zombie horses, mm-hmm. and I've always kind of had like a minor fear of horses. I've been bit by one, like you know, so they, I know they don't like me. Um, and the other reason I think I've always been a little afraid of them is because of this fucking movie.
2: I can see that. Because
1: minor spoiler, but again, it's like within the first forty minutes of the film, Michael T. Williamson, who's this very likable character, gets stomped by a fucking horse to death. trampled to oh, trampled death. to death in front of like a thousand people at a parade. And it, as a kid, like this movie, when I got to that scene, it was really funny to watch again. I remember it going on forever as a kid. I remember the tr- like feeling the horse stomp on him, and really, it's like what eight seconds of yeah, a horse it's not you know, that the long, camera. But it's not I mean, nearly as brutal as I remember it being. I could see it reading as gratuitous to somebody a little bit younger. Yeah, and again, like it's it's set up in a way where like it, I could tell that was a really painful way to die. I do not want to die by getting trampled by a horse. Noted. There's other ways I can go. Please don't trample me with a horse. Thank you. Um, So we get that. And then the other key character, of course, is our psychic. Uh Uh-huh. Played by Tracy Griffith. I don't know who she is. Yes, you do, because you know her sister quite well, I'm sure. Tracy Griffith is Melanie Griffith's sister. Oh. (laughs) in my brain that and they list? actually look a lot of like they're i think they're only half sisters but they look a lot alike and they have a similar voice too hmm. um f- fun fact on wikipedia i look up tracy griffith i'm like i know she did some other stuff and her entry on wikipedia is tracy griffith is a actress and noted sushi chef oh fun. but apparently she's like a legitimate sushi chef and like one of the few very like highly respected female American sushi chefs in the world that's kind of neat so, good, good on her um, so she's a psychic you know she gets to do psychic things it's psychic like uh, and we should mention Jeff Kober plays the bad guy yeah uh, you from that episode of Buffy from from two roles on Buffy
2: who do you remember him on Buffy as um the thing I think I know that you're right but now I can't think of the second one. The first one is obviously the one where Giles injects Buffy and takes her powers away and then locks her in that awful house. Yep and, he, and he's an ancient
1: like evil sociopathic vampire. Yes. He's uh, he also played Willow's drug
2: dealer in <gasps> I almost forgot. Oh yep. my god, yep. thank you. What yep. would I do without you?
1: Yeah, he's a creepy looking dude. And on the DVD extras, I got the DVD from the library, by the way, oh, good. NYPL. Um, he, he gives like an interview on it. He uh, actually you know, it's Lou Diamond Phillips who's interviewed and he talks about when they were casting that part. And basically they looked at like, you know, different headshots and Jeff Cobras fell down and Lou Diamond Phillips is like that guy, that guy's face. And he does have this very, this kind of face that could be really creepy.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so no, it's, totally. Yeah. It's, It's good casting, perhaps. Um, now, so we get this movie's kind of set up. It's a supernatural detective action story, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it elements, it's a horror movie. It's a little bit of an action movie. Uh, we get, uh, we get the, you know, the alcoholic detective, the, like, stern detective. All, again, every cliche of kind of every movie is in here one way or another. Um... But we also get uh, the so the the bad guy's character um, who can basically body hop through. It's established that mm-hmm. he's able. He can't just body hop through anyone. Like he can't just you know body hop through Lou Diamond Phillips, but he can body hop through uh, like the mentally um, mentally challenged or alcoholics mm-hmm. people who like aren't in full control of their bodies and senses. I guess um so what's interesting about that is it means you get scenes of like a crazy homeless woman trying to kill lou diamond phillips yep which is uh, there's like elements of that that are kind of creepy except the flip of that which is like lou diamond phillips has no qualms about killing anybody he inhabits yeah
2: and that seems it seems really glaring how like doesn't it yeah it really does Like, like you go like huh is this really what we're doing yeah, like
1: normally, you know, you think of any kind of possession where it's like, okay, but no, but you're still in there somewhere, so I can't, I can't kill you because I'm not going to kill it, and instead I'm going to kill the human being. It's like a werewolf, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this one just has no guilt. What, like nope. everybody tries to kill anybody this guy inhabits,
2: and granted, yeah, like, as like- the fir- their first go-to thing, like out the box oh gotta kill this person get him away from me shoot him in the head twice. (laughs) exactly Um, and so we get this very there is
1: a christian element to it uh the movie opens actually on a nun uh getting in trouble with the, the high priests because she's been talking about the serial killer and how this like great darkness is coming um and they're like no 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 we can't talk about that we might end up on Geraldo if they if we talk about that which is a very 1990 thing to say Mm -hmm. uh but the whole thing kind of boiling down to so there are three powers right uh the second power is being psychic Mm the i forget the order One of the three powers is body hopping, right? Yeah. The other power is, um, resurrection. resurrection. Yeah. So the whole thing is like, this guy is going to achieve all three of those things and be resurrected. Like, and the only thing that can stop him is this, um, magical cross sword that for some reason this church in Los Angeles has. Yep. Uh, all right, so I, I'm talking a lot about it because I find, again, there's so many things in this movie that I find fascinating. Um, let me ask you: Did you notice anything with some of the stunts? Did anything mm. stand out to you?
2: No. Did I also wa- if it if, if if I also watched it on YouTube?
1: Okay, so the quality that, was
2: garbage. That I'm that might have helped it in some ways. <laughs> so where the where was it really bad? See,
1: I am not, and I've said this before. Like, I don't consider myself the sharpest eyed viewer. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't catch like visual mistakes or things like that. And there's a lot of like big stunts in this movie, and they don't look bad. They really are surprisingly. Yeah, and they talk a lot about that on the special features, like how some of those stunts were huge and were. Like, the, the scene where um, – I forget which character it technically is, but it's, you know, it's uh, Jeff Kober jumps from, like, a giant building. Like, that was a – like a stuntman made this – And lands on his feet? Yeah, a stuntman yeah. made this, like, 30-foot jump with a harness. Now, it's impressive, except – and I don't know if it was just my DVD or what – I could see the harness on my DVD. Mm. And there were so many moments where I could – it's, and it's to go back to Buffy Like season two of Buffy has some Really poorly Coiffed stunt doubles Yeah, Right like there's a scene where Buffy is fighting um, I think like Angel and he has this like giant Receding hairline if, and you don't even have to Pause it to see it like it's very clear that's not David Boreanaz. Mm-hmm. There were so many Moments like that in this one Where um Like the scene where uh, Jeff Cobra First breaks out of his gas chamber It's like there's a scene that's just like that's not jeff cober um the scene the car scene there's a big car chase scene where lou diamond phillips and tracy griffith and the crazy homeless lady that's been all in a car together and like the car is driving and you just see that it's that the person driving is so clearly has this gigantic wig meant meant to be a lou diamond phillips wig but it's not um so i don't know if it was just me happening to like I ate my carrots that day and saw things clearer, or what? Uh,
2: but some of that stuntness did
1: not work well.
2: Yeah, I, we watched it on the television on YouTube, so oh. it was really blown out. Yeah,
1: so you get that kind of blurriness to it. That probably yeah, seems a lot of it. it.
2: It already wasn't the best quality, and okay. then you put that on like such a large screen. Yeah, we had. Um,
1: I had the scene on towards the end. Where you know Jeff Cobra jumps out and Brandon like he emerges from a fire and Brandon looks at him, he's like is he wearing a Michael Myers mask <laughs> and it kind of just looked like yeah you know, they didn't know what to do there so you know what it'll just be for half a second nobody's gonna notice but my husband did and he wasn't even watching the movie that's so.
2: funny yeah
1: um, so tell me some of the things you thought about the
2: first power um I thought it would have been a great episode of television. Okay, for like what kind of show? Um, I don't know. You could go like a supernatural show, okay. like like a charm like or yeah, something something that already has like supernatural undertones. Or it could be like the Halloween episode of like a, a totally like non supernatural show. Okay, I hear. What like you're the saying. Halloween episode, or, like NYPD Blue. Fortnite. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I went crossing Jordan. You went NYPD. <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean, like. it it had all the trappings of something really awesome Mm -hmm. but it was so boring (laughs) it really was like what and then like the, the 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 murder and sometimes i was really confused why people were choosing to do certain things like why are we doing that also the poor police work and, like, going into the psych's house and oh, yelling oh, at her. Oh, there are
1: so many, like, there's no such thing as a warrant in this movie. There, and there's no such thing as, like, a police badge. Like, Lou Diamond Phillips just walks anywhere he wants without showing his badge and it's like, G- tell, give me all the evidence you have. People are like,
2: alright. Oh, oh, oh. And then the reveal, I guess. Because we always know that there's something not right going on, so it's never like a twist. Right. Or anything. But, like, the reveal of, like, why he is the way he is?
1: It, I you know what I'm getting at. I do. You know what's really funny? That's the scene with his mother, right? Yeah, yeah. I had that scene on, and the like. It was really hard to hear this movie. Like the vol, I couldn't get the volume all the way up, and the subtitles weren't on. So I don't actually
2: remember what the reveal is. Oh, should I tell you? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so. He is the product of incest. That's right. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah. His grandfather molested his or raped right, his mom. Right, 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 right. And there he was. And yeah, so, so like that explains it. I guess. So because no other man
1: had ever been born of incest.
2: That's what happened. He's like the antichrist or something. Right. Because the yes, that's that's how it works. That's that's it. Yeah. Uh. Now. D- didn't
1: <laughs> there is um it's, uh, one thing that like some of the the dialogue is is not that great. Um, I wrote this line down and I don't know if I wrote it correctly because it sounds so awkward when I look at what I wrote. But at one point, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so Tracy Griffith and Lou Diamond Phillips go to a bar and. Um, or no, she kind of says, pull over, we're going, we, we we have to go somewhere. And she walks into a bar, and Lou Diamond Phillips says to her, you should have told me these were the spirits you were looking for.
2: Oh my god, I almost <laughs> fell out of my fucking chair at <laughs> that line.
1: I... Yeah, that was a good one. Seriously. And of course, like, then they do, the, like, the other thing That's that like I hate. That's a dad joke. It's such a dad joke. And they do that thing that I hate seeing in movies where they, like because you know they sit down obviously they're gonna have something hard they're not gonna you know have beer and it's like scotch and they like drink it as if it was seltzer who the fuck can drink scotch like that you don't drink scotch like that you sip scotch otherwise you throw up everywhere not talking from personal experience at all that's funny (sighs) Uh, but yeah that line made me happy um, the, the constant just walking into places and lying about being a cop and then not saying he's a cop and then not being yeah. a cop even though he is a cop. Yeah, entering, um, Tracy Griffith's home with no warrant and no reason to go in there. And then he's, like, straight up shitty to her. He's such a dick to her in the beginning. Oh. As he, like, goes through her personal files, basically. Yeah. Um, the, uh... Oh the oh he does do one thing I really like in the like early scene where he's having kind of a fight out shootout with um with Jeff Cobert <laughs> he does the thing that like would be my go to in a in a in a big fight like this which is he throws his gun at the guy oh he throws it right at his head right at right his head oh. I'm like that's a good move because guns are heavy man that
2: yeah oh my head that's what he would say yeah. uh, this
1: movie. <laughs> uh did so there was this period of time you know like when you watch enough movies at once that all have like that one weird visual tie in mm-hmm. uh something I learned at a very young age, aside from to throw a gun at somebody's head if I'm out of bullets, if you're ever having a hand to hand fight with somebody and you're rolling around oh and you're on a cliff, do you know mm-hmm. what i'm gonna say
2: no, it's a what? very
1: simple rule, Christine. And I learned it from this movie, and I learned it from Masters of the Universe, and probably several more. But these are the two that, like, really instilled it in me. If you are ever rolling around with somebody on a cliff, fighting them, what position do you want to be on? Do you want to be in the bottom or the top? The bottom. Always the bottom. Because... It will end poorly for you if you're it will on always top. end poorly for the guy on top who you all you have to do is basically kick and push up and they'll magically fall they'll into a vat of flammable acid?
2: So okay, first of all what? <laughs> Second of all, the fumes would have killed them if thirdly, they they took cover on a grate. On like <laughs> a grated landing. That fire fl- like shot up. They would have been scorched to death. <laughs> yeah even if the acid can acid be flammable is that a thing I have no it idea it doesn't sound right I don't think it can be maybe it could have like sparked a fire but that shit exploded <laughs> yeah like
1: massive where you know a car goes off a cliff and it just explodes like that's what happens to a body it that explode. that might actually be a spirit I'm not really sure uh, yeah it's glorious um, and this movie might have a like hold a record for most sequences of a character uh, waking up from a nightmare. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It's like
2: nine times in this movie. I kept yelling, "Dream within a dream, dream within <laughs> a dream, dream within a dream," because it seems to be a thing that they liked to do. Yeah. What's fascinating is I
1: think there are some things about this that really work as a horror movie. And again, like, I was scared of this movie, like, for reasons as a kid, and I, and all of the things that scared me as a kid, watching it now, I'm like, yeah, I, that was kind of creepy. The little, the old lady, or the bag lady floating up. It, that was pretty cool. That was a really good sequence. Of course, it also did my favorite thing, which is in a movie like this, where, so Lou Diamond Phillips has now witnessed a character die and come back from the dead and haunt the bodies of different people, and... Uh, inhabit this, the body of a horse and do all this crazy shit and then he walks away for a minute he comes back Tracy Griffith is like there was a woman floating outside and Lou Diamond Phillips is like how could there be a woman floating outside Yeah, yeah, doesn't make sense no that's silly even though you're a psychic who can see the future and has proven that you know the laws of logic don't work the way I thought they did that's stupid you're a stupid woman yeah yeah but, again, fucking horse stomping.
2: I know. It was, pretty, it was
1: pretty bl- brutal, that horse yeah, stomp. seriously. Um, yeah. And, again, something about this movie clicked. Me and my older brother, Tim, we used to just watch it every time it was on. Because, remember, like, it would be... If you were watching, like, HBO or Showtime back in the day... Uh, like this was before you had the guide button on your on yeah. your remote, right? Of course. So, like it'd be in between movies, and what they would do is they'd show like you know it's it's nine twenty four now, so the movie's going to start at nine thirty. So for six minutes, they would give you previews and all these other things. But on the bottom, there would be a big bar that said the first power starting at nine thirty, and there'd be a countdown. And I have so many memories uh, yeah, of flipping yeah. around and being like, the first power is coming on in seven minutes. <laughs> I guess I know what I'm doing for the next 90 minutes.
2: That's so funny. For 97
1: minutes. Yeah. Um. Oh, and even like at one point they find the corpse of um. There's like a female cop, and they find her dead. Yep. 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 And like, man, again, maybe you didn't see it in your blurry YouTube video, but like that corpse all but sneezed and ordered a pizza. Really? No, I didn't. I didn't pick up Move, on that Moved, blinked, breathed, like everything. <laughs> Like, when, like a dog playing dead did a better job than this actress. No offense, <laughs> not comparing this actress to a dog. Just saying. A dead dog. A de- yes, I am comparing her <laughs> to a well-acted dog play- to,
2: uh, you know, Uggie playing dead. That's what I'm comparing her to. It, it, yeah, I, I think a lot of that stuff was lost just on the quality of what yeah. I was looking
1: and I mean, I think this is... Reznikov did not make that many movies And I think like all the movies he made He was the writer-director on Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Um, Which I feel like Kind of means often You don't have that Voice or maybe Your production team isn't There saying hey we need to do that again Or something like that Yeah. Um, So it just feels like You know somebody else who took this script And maybe could have could have reeled things in, could have tightened things up. I, like and I think this guy could direct TV well. I'm telling you it would have been a great episode
2: of television. Yeah.
1: Like other things he directed. I mean, this was the last thing this is the last credit he has on IMDb. Um he also wrote directed a movie called The Jogger, which I'm kind of intrigued by. <laughs> Uh, just because I like the title And I want to know what the stunt work Looked like The jogger <laughs> a is a and chased one morning by a would-be killer The film sets out to show that the greatest horror In life is often that which lies Beneath the calm surface of everyday morality Ooh, Terry O'Quinn is in it Oh, fun That's a titular jogger? That, that, you know what, though? Oh, I hope so No, he's not, he's Jerry Tom Morga plays the jogger And his actual credit is The jogger um see the problem though with a movie like that is it's like I could never have it on or talk about it because then people like my mother would say like, Oh my god, somebody somebody could kill you when you go jogging kind of thing. So yep. uh Yeah, but still I'm totally gonna watch it privately. Um Yeah. Uh Water Slide at the end. Didn't that look fun? Oh no. I thought that looked fun Yeah. It goes on forever the And apparently it was a reshoot The movie? Yes <laughs> Like the movie They finished the movie And then like It had really good um, feedback From test audiences But then They were like Yeah you know what We're, we're going to give it more money So let's shoot a bigger action sequence At the end So there was like a five minute Water slide sequence Oh weird So that was kind of tacked on? Yes Huh. And it looks really fun I don't know Like kind of That looked fun to me I mean, minus the fighting a nun and the vat of flammable acid and all that. Yeah, stuff. there is there is a huge vat, open vat, open of acid, vat just there underneath the city of Los Angeles, it's where we keep our acid. That's, that's where else would you, you know? Uh yeah. So, what more do you have to say
2: about the first power? I don't know. I mean, I can see why you like it. You, you like procedurals I mean there is an an, an, an occult angle mm-hmm. there is some creepy stuff um, it is kind of like a mystery but not really mm-hmm. Like there are things that unfold so I get why you would like it In, and I will
1: say and it's hard to say this f- clearly I'm pretty sure I would not have cared for it at all if this was the first time I watched it
2: yeah it, it was tough it was a little long it felt a little unfocused mm-hmm. a bit and despite repetitive. being like a
1: pre, you know on one hand it's pretty like it has such a small cast you know it's really like it's yeah. all about lou diamond phillips he has a psychic sidekick one villain
2: and yet it does meander even though it really didn't have to it, it touches the same things repeatedly like it it could have been a lot sharper and I think I would have really liked it yeah Um, because it's 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 like not flashy I mean I know there's like big stunts and stuff like that but it's not a loud flashy movie Mm -hmm. it 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 should have been something that I liked a lot more than I did
1: it's just not good enough
2: yeah I I guess that's what it is and so like 20 minutes Left, and I'm like,
1: oh,
2: end movie, end... Yeah, and the finale, I think... It goes on so long. It does,
1: and it, like, it it takes place, you know, underground in L.A. With now your four characters, the nun comes back. Like, there's something about that that feels both too big, in a way, because clearly, like, it's all of a sudden this big budget comes in, but at the same time, like, it's so small. Like, what are the stakes? If he comes back, does he... That's a good point. Does yeah. he open a portals of hell down there, and there's nobody else around? So is it just that these three people are going to die? Like, you know, it's an odd choice of scale, I guess, for the end. No, that's a good point. Yeah, and apparently the the final ending was done in a way so that they could do a sequel. That like it could set up a sequel very easily. Uh, and this was a movie that didn't do well in the theaters but did have like a big life on home video and
2: mm, you know i um, can see that yeah. it's very of the time oh, and yes. i don't mean that
1: in a negative way no no it's just i mean this blatantly feels both not just in like oh because look at what tracy griffith is wearing like satin mm-hmm. like genie pants it's more just the the tone is very night, very early 90s i think Alright, so are oh, you ready to rate the th- first power? Uh, yes. Alright, quality of film. I'll go 5.5. 5.
2: Yeah, I was going to do 6. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't think there was anything like, particularly wrong with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think it's just not that well paced. It's It's messy. Um, but it, there's a lot working for it. So I think it's objectively just as a movie, I think it's very average, I guess. Yeah. Uh, quality of life. It's a very hard one for me.
2: Yeah. 10. <laughs> <laughs> guess I would
1: have to say for me, this brought me a lot of enjoyment over my mm-hmm. life uh was responsible for some scares if you will. I feel like I I realize now that like deep down I have there's a very like tenuous memory thread connecting this to The Exorcist 3, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies. I love The Exorcist 3, and I think I watched them both probably around the same time, and they both have their very very heavy christian religious horror which as a kid would have been very scary to me because christianity and being a little kid that had to occasionally go to like church and like catholic class that was everything about that was terrifying um so i think there was like some of that in there that probably like built with it to be like oh god uh, god is scary kind of thing um so quality of enjoyment of life and such I'm going to go with a seven.
2: Really? Yeah. Wow, That is that is awfully high. Well, again, like, this brought no, me a lot
1: of joy over my life. I know it did. And I feel like it probably, whether I knew it or not, led to me watching a lot of other movies of this Yeah, I can
2: yeah. see that. Like I said, it's very you. Yes, very much. In a lot of ways. Yep. Um, so I give it a four okay that's reasonable (laughs) um it was not the worst thing that you've ever made me watch (laughs) (laughs) i have to think about what that actually is
1: and see you know i mean to me the answer would be supergirl but i know you're gonna your answer is gonna be something like um a chorus line oh that one was really (sighs) bad (laughs) You know, I thought I liked you I'm not going to send you that giant block of ice anymore Like I promised Damn it! I have rescinded I'm going to see if I can still cancel it right now And have them refund me I deserve that (sighs) Alright, so that, our friends Was the first power Apparently available on YouTube And if you watch it on
2: YouTube You don't have to worry about the fuzzy uh, stunt doubles Say that again? I thought you were the reason I knew it was on YouTube. I might have said it might be on YouTube. (laughs) So I went into this like, no, no need to track this down. It's on YouTube.
1: Oh, no, it's not. It wasn't streaming anywhere. I can tell you that much. Um, And I think it was
2: a long wait on Netflix, actually. So we just like blew into it. I think the night before last we watched it. I was like, yeah, don't worry. It's on YouTube. And Zach searched it. And there it was with, I think, Greek subtitles. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what? That now that you said that, I feel like I knew that somehow. You said Greek subtitles. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah Greek subtitles. Okay, so maybe you did tell me it was. I don't know to if I was to the one to tell videos. you. I just I looked up the way I do when I search movies for the show or you know really that I want because like, if it's not generally if it's not on Netflix or Amazon, yeah. I'm. It's very hard to get me to watch something just because. YouTube is kind of uncomfortable to watch It's going to be grainy on my TV It's going to not stream well on my phone So really like unless it's something for the show Where it's the only way to watch it I generally stick with those services The other exception is Again I am a I use I'm a patron of the New York Public Library which has A very large catalog of Movies that you might have thought were no longer in Circulation yeah Uh, and the first Power is one that on I'm pretty sure is a long way on Netflix, which usually means the disc has gone out of print r- available immediately from my library. Uh, the disc for those who are wondering, has um two special features mm. uh, they are it is a very long like half hour interview with Lou Diamond Phillips, and it's him now, like it's a current interview, and it's basically just talking to him about like. And I I get the feeling that they didn't even ask him questions. They were like, Blue Diamond Phillips, so you know what? We're just going to pull up your IMDb page, and let's just start – if you just want to start talking about your career. Yeah, just you know, riff for a while. Yeah, and it's pretty much just him talking. And you get the feeling that they were like, okay, so you know what? We don't have the studio. We're done, Mr. Phillips. Mr. Phillips, we're done. Because he just keeps going. Like, he's – you know, and I've always liked him. Um, he see, he seems very, like, just enthusiastic about his career. And yeah. Some parts more enthusiastic than others. He talks pretty highly about this film. Uh, so it's, if, you've, if you're if you a fan of Lou Diamond Phillips at all, it's certainly worth watching. And then there's a very, a much shorter interview with Jeff Kober, where he talks a little bit about this and some other things, and about how he now teaches med- meditation.
2: Oh, neat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I have a message from you telling me that it's on YouTube in its entirety. Oh, see, look at that. So thank you. How about that? I don't know
1: why I, I guess I just, I think I, at that point, had already requested it from my library, so. Yeah, all right. That is the first power. You can watch it on YouTube with Greek Greek subtitles, everybody. Uh, How about we take a break? Yeah. uh, Come back. um, Find, you know, dig through our... West Virginian farms so that we can find the Nazi rune stones and yep. talk about Blood Creek. If
0: I had a fine white horse I'd take it for the ride today But since I have no fine white horse inside i have to stay And empty all the chamber pots And scrub the floors and such But what's got to do on a fine white horse it seems to me not much. If I had a wooden boat, I'd take it for a today But since I have no wooden boat, inside I'll have to stay. And what? That can
1: kill the mice. So, 2008. Uh, this is our second week in a row covering a Joel Schumacher film. So funny. So, so appropriate. Uh, Blood Creek, which was originally titled Town Creek. I think I knew that. Town Creek might be the stupidest name of a horror movie I've ever heard. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, Blood Creek isn't that much better, but Town Creek. Oh my God, do you want to go see that that new scary movie this weekend? Dude, which scary movie? Town Creek. No. Uh, No, it sounds stupid. Like, no, I think I'm rather watch Tickled. I don't know. Uh, so, Blood Creek, directed by Jill Schumacher, script by David Kaigenich, who mm-hmm. also wrote The Invasion, which is a movie we've, you and I have talked a
2: bit a about. A movie that I like, I think. If and I, 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 like. I want
1: more from it, um, but I think there's good ideas in it. Now, I say written by David Kaigenich, however... Much has been written, or some has been written, about the fact that Schumacher apparently changed a lot of the script. Mm -hmm. David Konjuniak didn't like that. I don't know how much of his original script is on the screen and how much of that is Joel Schumacher's. I do not know. But this is the movie we are presented with. Christine, why don't you tell the
2: people a little bit about what happens in Blood Creek? Okay, so it's about... So we we start on a flashback... We know it's a flashback because it's in black and white. Yes, um, which f- not not
1: to interrupt already, um, but it, was it me or was there something really weird looking about that black and white? It like it looked sepia, but not 20%. not. I mean, there's a way to do like sepia or se- sepia or sepia. I say sepia. I, I guess could be I fucking say wrong. I could be wrong. I think RUIN is a one syllable word, so what do I know? Um, but there's something about it like it doesn't it feels like they were maybe trying to go sepia, but it just looks I don't like it doesn't look like it's in black and white in a way. It, it looks no, like it doesn't a it looks- filter was put over it. It looks murky. Like they didn't decide it, to do black and white until after they filmed it and then never were able – were not able to fully adjust the color to a thing that made sense.
2: Oh, absolutely. That's what happened. Okay. Glad you agree. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. Um, so there's this, ta- this like, family and this farmhouse and then they're like – they get a letter and it's 1936 and they get a letter and they're like, hey, dog – this German scholar is going to come and stay with you. Thumbs up, and then they do, and it's Michael Fassbender, and then you're happy for a minute because he's being German and he's smoking cigarettes, and then <laughs> talking about Nazis, away. and then it's not black and white anymore. And Superman is there, <laughs> and there's the farmhouse, and it's trapped in time, and there's these runes, and Nazis, and zombie horses. So. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck this what's, fucking movie. What's
1: really funny is this is my second time watching it. I watched it a couple And I feel like you've watched this so many more times. No, I've only seen it twice. So I watched this a couple years ago on DVD or something. And I remember not really understanding it then. And I don't know why, because it's not that difficult to follow. But like for some reason, it made yeah. no sense to me the first time I watched it.
2: <laughs> I like that.
1: And watching it this time I th- I guess and I've realized why. I think it's because we talked about how in the first power like there's really very few characters and I think my biggest problem with this movie is that it's like they have one too many characters. There's kind of no reason to have both Dominic Purcell and Henry
2: Cavill. Yeah, there's no reason to be if there to be two brothers. They yeah. could have merged into one person.
1: Yes and so you you get this like okay so we know kind of the history is this apparently uh nordic runestone that gives you eternal life or something and michael fassbender is now like a zombie something something in the basement and flash forward to henry cavill's brother has been missing oh there's his brother His brother then says, "Oh, we have to go to this house and kill a bunch of people." And Henry Cavill is like, "Okay, yeah, I'm super. I'm Zack Snyder Superman, so I have no problem with killing
2: people." Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: So they do, and then it's a siege, which is like it's such an odd movie because, like, there is nothing overly wrong with it. As a Mm -hmm. story, it's a
2: pretty good setup right like yeah it should have been the best movie ever made and i
1: guess that's what the problem is like it's a really good setup nazi zombie uh family frozen in time um siege Shh. zombie horses all
2: so of these things one, work. Of, one of my pr- I, i'm fascinated by world war ii i'm fascinated by all that jazz i think it's really interesting when they get into like hitler and the occult and sure. Like, all that stuff. I think sometimes it's taken on in a very big scope. And it makes it, it kind of makes it seem silly or, Mm -hmm. or like, it you can't, you can't really pin down where it fits in historically. So when you, like, presented with this, which is a tight, tiny story about the way Hitler's search for, for the occult affected one family, that's amazing yeah like and the
1: story the- of the family, once you know you kind of understand what happened, which is, oh, at a certain point in time, they, they realized this man was evil, yeah, uh, they needed to protect the world from him, so they kept him they kept him locked up but had to sacrifice human beings in order to keep him there. Mm-hmm. So yes, they were responsible for the death of many people, but it was all for this greater good. And as and at the risk of or at the sacrifice of them leaving this town, growing up, dying, all of these things. Like that's a really like that's that's cool. That's heavy. That's very cool the movie that's a sub- minor subplot thread of this movie
2: yeah it's strange because it's never really about that and this thing this reveal that they no they're not the, the family's not the bad guy they're right. they're the like the reveal of that is is they kind of bury that because like,
1: even the way it opens it opens with michael fassbender who's obviously a, a nazi talking about oh you sitting sitting there with him and saying you you're you're don't you speak english not german to your daughter you have to you know and the family's kind of like oh no no, no we do we do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. german yeah, germany and so they introduce the, the family kind of as this sort of weak like yes no deep down we really do believe in german um you know german blood being the best yeah, so, like, yeah. they almost set them up as villains you're like okay that's kind of interesting they've like sold their soul maybe but then it's, yeah. like, oh no that's not it at all but and then they just start dying. Yep. And it's and there's something about like the longer you live really the more the heavier death should be. Right? You look at J.R.R. Tolkien. Let's talk about the elves. The the moment in the the two towers when the elves come to battle to help the non elves it's a big moment because elves are immortal an elf will will never die of old age so every time an elf fights or puts himself at risk that's a huge thing right Mm -hmm. that's like saying i am giving up this this power that you know I, i i never have to die but yet i'm willing to do that for this cause uh so there's something to that in this movie where it's like oh they've been alive now for I guess it's supposed to be like 60 70 years longer yeah. than any of them were supposed to be so when they die right when they're horsed to death and turn into a zombie that should be really heavy man they've been yeah. waiting for that but the same like but it's not it's just treated like any zombie film where somebody gets bit and it's like oh quick, quick shoot him you know it's yeah, it, it, it's it's like technically, this movie is fine, but from a character development standpoint, this movie has no idea who it's supposed to be about for one thing. like mm-hmm. who's the main character of this movie
2: that's that's a good point, and I think that's a really big failure of it um like I guess. Dominic Purcell is their main character, but then, like, it's really... It's not. Right. Because we're first introduced to... Henry Cavill. To Superman, Superman. and we, like, we see, like, maybe how this is... As it's happening, how this is changing him. And it ends with him. I I mean, mean, it ends with with Dominic Purcell, too.
1: Yeah, they they both get finishes. They both get different arcs um, that I guess is somewhat satisfying because they both, like... End in a different place than from where they began, if you will. But it's like I feel nothing for, and I like both of those actors, uh, but I have no reason to feel anything for them. And so it's 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 like a really empty film, and yet it has so much potential. Uh, I mean, some of the CGI looks looks terrible. Oh. Boy, does it! By some of, I mean most of. Uh, I mean this movie's 2008. Although I feel, and I, I don't have proof of this, but I feel like this sat on a shelf for a while. I don't know if I'm yeah, right I can see that. It feels like that kind of movie. Uh, it's that period where, like, uh, casting agents discovered Michael Fassbender could speak german so They were like, "Oh, let's we'll just put him in any movie where we need we have Nazis."
2: <laughs> uh, it's like, okay, and yes. that's the best day of my it's life It's
1: nice work if you can get it, I guess um, Shea Wiggum shows up uh, Which, I no. love Shea Wiggum Kind of wasted she But again, it's like, wasted. he shows up And part of it's just because I, as an actor I just immediately am drawn to him And I'm like, oh, he's interesting Oh, you're, And they give him something And it's kind of interesting But then it doesn't go anywhere and it's like the movie is fighting what it could be in a way, yeah. And I don't know what's making it fight that. If it's if it's the pacing, if it's too fast paced,
2: because it all it does happen pretty quickly when you think about it. Um, it is it's pacey. I think I think I don't know if it's the I think it's the lack of focus. Yeah, the lack of who or of what deserves time spent on it. Yeah, like yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what does deserve the time, but n- neither does the movie because it's like splitting it equally. So yeah. when I guess it's Henry Cavill when he get he forms a connection, yeah, it is him with the daughter that's been yep. stuck in the house. Like that's unnecessary, also out of nowhere. Um, yep. And you're thinking so, like,
1: okay, is this is this a
2: romance? Where is this going? Yeah,
1: doesn't Shouldn't get the chance to go
2: Brotherly moments, yes. With his like, so had that happened. There's something false about the character interactions in this. I mean, and you think of it. It does a
1: lot of work early on to establish Dominic Purcell's character. Right, mm-hmm. he was a war hero. Uh, he has a wife. He has two kids. He went missing. We meet his wife. We meet his kids. We meet his fault We meet their father in this like. Rather, when you consider the rest of the movie, rather long scene where he talks where the father is this kind of grumpy old man who Mm -hmm. basically uh, clearly loves Dominic Purcell more and talks about how he was a hero and how Henry Cavill is wasting his life, Um, which I I mean, I guess maybe is some character motivation for Henry Cavill towards the end of the film, if you think about it. Okay, but it's like uh, there's a fair amount of meat in saying Dominic Purcell was a war hero, and he's missing, and he has a family. Yeah, And we know absolutely, we get nothing about Henry Cavill. Uh, And then all of a sudden, it's action, no chance to breathe. Uh, Dominic Purcell is just, it seems to be um, unreasonably acting, but there's no time to pause and have him explain to Superman what's going on. Yeah, uh, by the That's time it finally, yeah, yeah. like, finally does, the, we we all know what's going on. Yeah, uh, so, so it, it seems, seems unnecessary. It does. Like it establishes this sort of, oh, did he go crazy? But it wastes doesn't doesn't want to spend any time making you think that. So why introduce that and spend a good ten minutes developing that when you're just going to immediately peel it away and say, nope, Nazi horses.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, the the uh, just real because I don't want to go on too long about this movie. The the rules of the movie don't I don't like, I don't it uh, doesn't make sense. I didn't understand any of them. So they can't he can't go in so this they is have semantics. that
1: sign. So We're they sort put of like rune- Demon Knight,
2: right? Yep. They put rooms up in front of the windows so and doors and stuff so he can't come in. And they also put them on the the gate so he can't leave. So he He gets out of the basement. Fine. So he makes there be be zombie horses. Why didn't he send the horses crashing through the gates so he could leave? Okay, he didn't. That's fine. So why didn't, when he went down to the basement to get power from the rune down there, why didn't they throw something over that so he couldn't get out? Okay, fine, they didn't. Why didn't they wrap themselves in rune Mm -hmm. blankets or, or make a little rune, like shelter to run through the yard with. Like, what are the rules of this fucking movie? For a movie that seems
1: very intent on giving you rules, it and that's the problem, because the whole thing about horror movies especially is you need rules, right? You need to know... Okay, Jason can drown, but he can't get shot. And yeah, they need to establish he can universe. only kill you in your dreams, and so on. Like you, you absolutely need rules in any universe; otherwise, it's chaos and stupid. And I get angry at movies for that. Um, Brigadoon, I'm looking at you. Broadway musical turned film that that has one rule and breaks it for a happy ending. Anyway, uh, so you need rules. This movie has such arbitrary rules that it holds very fast to. And is a huge justification for why characters have done all the things they've done, but then leaves so many because it's forced all these rules on you. Exactly what you're saying, it forces the viewer to say, "Okay, so they could do this, they could do this, they could do this," and then they don't. Right, and I'm not <laughs> one of those people that like dismisses a movie because of logic often, <laughs> like in yeah, oh, no. my favorite movies. But when. When, but they force you into that because they're making you think about these rules. So therefore, you have to be thinking of how to get around them, and then you realize I'm thinking about this. These characters have had 70 years to think about it, and they haven't done shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it, maybe maybe that would have slowed down the pacing. Maybe it would there wouldn't be a yeah. story. But and and that's the funny thing. Yeah. And I think this movie had it.
1: Had it slowed down the pacing, I probably would have hated it. Yeah, I would have. If this movie was slow, um, it would have been like my worst kind of movie. Yeah. But, you know, so it ends up being more entertaining than it may have been, but not nearly as good as it should have been, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other notes I have. Um, (laughs) Okay, so my main observation of the first half hour. Lots of chaos mixed with, quote-unquote, bad brother whining. Yeah. Because that's what it felt like early on. Um, Michael Fassbender is really bad at drinking blood. Like, So there's that one moment where I guess he kills a guy and he, like, I would disagree. holds yeah. the body up to drink from him. And it's like a straight yeah. stream. It's like, if I took a bottle of water and poured it over your mouth... Right? Like, it's coming down in uh, – this isn't a waterfall. Like, it's not rain. Yeah. It's coming down in a straight, heavy flow. And yet, Matthew Fassbender – uh, Michael Fassbender is getting, like, a drop of it. Like, he somehow can't get under it well. <laughs> so that bothered me. not going to lie. That clearly bothered me enough where I had to make a note of it. Um, I wrote down at one point, what is this missing – Question mark, question mark, question mark as I tried to suss out my feelings on the movie. Yeah. Uh, And then um, my final note was, so is that narration at the end the exact same narration that was read
2: in the beginning? That was narration in the beginning? There was
1: narration and it was the kind of – and – it's, it's like you get in trouble talking about like old oh, narration is lazy because you know what there's plenty of great movies that have used it well blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, and I get it sometimes you need it there to establish something or you know in this case it's like it's one of those it feels lazy they're opening up on this broad bland statement about I think Nazi runestones, I think maybe um, and you don't know who's saying it and at the end of the movie I think the same character says the exact same thing
2: Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and it's just like one of those, like, yeah, it's like I'm just trying to be unsatisfying at this point. Yeah, it's just like by the time it hits the end, I'm I'm almost done finding flaws with their own logic and workarounds that they should have tried, or why is this happening, or why yeah. did he do this? I, then I'm just like, end please. Yeah, yeah, just I and <laughs> I hear you
1: on that. And it's not insufferable. It's just, you know, I, watching it this time, I kind of didn't remember anything from the first time. You know, like, it was somewhat, I was like, okay, like, obviously I were the story better this time.
2: Yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't either. I remembered, like, three things. Yeah, I, there's so little, and again,
1: the, the, there are elements of the premise that are really could be could make a good movie yeah. a family that you know um, uh, blocks itself in in order to protect the world from an evil Nazi zombie a family that kills innocent people in order to save humanity uh, right. and, a, and as a result you know a young woman who stays 17 forever okay all of that's pretty good that would be a good Twilight Zone. yeah on the flip side, oh, a movie about a horse riding Nazi powerful zombie that drinks blood and gets more powerful with all the bloody
2: drinks. That's kind of cool too. Yeah. Somehow they just don't meet in the middle and they they don't they yeah, and they feel really disjointed because of it. Yeah. Add add on the the not awesome effects and the, yeah. you know, lapses in logic. Uh, within within the story itself. And it's just like, all right, well. It just ends up being incredibly mediocre.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I watch a lot of, as we know, I watch a lot of horror movies. I watch a lot of straight-to-DVD, straight-to-anything movies. And uh, this one is certainly, you know, it's a case where I'll say, well, it's better than a lot of the shit I watched, but not as enjoyable or memorable as a lot of stuff that's worse than it.
2: Yeah, it didn't live up to its potential. Yeah. And that sometimes is is the most unforgivable thing for me. Very true. Yeah. Like, if I watch the Bratz movie, I'm not going to be like super judgmental of it, but this is a movie with decent actors, a competent most of the time actor. In fairness,
1: Bratz the movie has one more Oscar winner than Blood Creek.
2: Who's in Bratz the movie? John Voight. Oh. Well there you go. Yeah. Okay. Didn't wait did fast fender, No, fast, fast fender. Didn't. <laughs> fast fender has not won yet. No. Some one day.
1: Once, I think.
2: I don't know. It's just a bummer and I hated the zombie horses just as much as I remember. <laughs> I I kind of like zombie horses. It's Again. just so stupid. It's... it's so stupid. Send the horses to knock down the fence. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have zombie horses, use them.
1: Or use zombie horses,
2: right? Or like he, how many more scenes could it, there have been of of him running up to a door just as they were shutting it again? <laughs> About as many
1: moments of Lou Diamond Phillips waking up from a dream.
2: <laughs> oh, and both of these movies had people marking something on a map and then making a sign out of it or signal like yep. a like a pentagram and swastika. Yeah. Oh yeah. We so. thematic ties right now. There you go. I, I did a good I, job. I, I called that one out. Well, I yes, was like, you oh, did. Well. Well done. (laughs) So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, do you have more to say about Blood Creek?
2: I don't think so. I'm glad I rewatched it to, you know, solidify my feelings. Yep. It was an interesting. Yeah, I I am too, because I just felt nothing about it the
1: first time, and I still kind of feel nothing, but I understand why I feel nothing now.
2: (laughs) Oh, very deep. And I think that's important. Very, very touching. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So, quality of film. Oh, this uh, is tough. I've, I mean, I, uh, some things are okay. The acting's fine. Other than CGI. 6.5? Okay. Uh, um, what did I give? First Power, I gave 5.5. 5.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I'd
1: probably give this a 6.
2: Yeah. It's a better Since- movie,
1: but technically better. Yeah. You know, again, for those at home who are trying to suss out our scores, doesn't could, make any sense. You could also think of them in terms of figure skating grades, <laughs> yes. right? Because you have the technical score and then you have what used to be called the artistic score and is now called the grade of execution, right? So the kind of what did it make you feel? Yeah. So quality of film, a.k.a. artistic score. For me, uh,
2: five, five, yeah, I'll I'll go with a five, five point two five, and the point two five is for Fassbender. Okay, even though you only get to see him for a little bit. I know. Um, I, I I like. I don't know if this is true, and I can probably go take a look on Wikipedia or something. I like to think that it's always him, even when you can't see his I face. I wonder that because I really did. he Has panther like grace, and I think it might have been him. Yeah, I mean, he's Fassbender isn't that
1: big of a guy though, right? He's, like, six-something. Is he really that six, tall? I, yeah. thought, I thought he
2: was smaller for some reason. Yeah, I think he's in this like, six one area. Okay.
1: Yeah. But I feel like, I mean, I think even... Let me actually look at, on the credits... Uh, where is he? I mean, he's credited as Richard Worth. Um, nobody else is credited as that. So... I'm
2: sure at some point... Yeah, I mean, any like- of the
1: stunts, certainly... But, you're, I, but I, I like think pretend. it is him for a lot of the you know standing doing things scenes.
2: Yeah, so I like to pretend even if it's not. It makes me feel like he's always around. <laughs> uh
1: so this movie is also not free streaming but you can rent it on Amazon as I did.
2: Uh, I did that too. Yes. We gave <laughs> somebody was like, "Why is what is going on? Who's, apparently we're having a run problems? of Blood Creek uh watchers oh. this week."
1: What? That just jumped a hundred percent. Right. Uh did you do the two ninety nine or the three ninety nine? Two ninety nine. Yeah, I I think. Think. and I feel like again, I've started to notice, like I think it does make a difference. Yeah. It's fuzzy for sure. But I mean, again, it just doesn't feel right to pay that extra buck.
2: And not for this. No, I knew I did not. I didn't need a new ex- like I knew I didn't wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to have articulate feelings as to why. I- okay, nice. Uh, All right, so that was
1: Blood Creek. Now on to our Netflix or instant streaming recommends. We'll call them streaming recommends. Uh, Do you have a streaming
2: from Netflix? I do. I think I have a Netflix specific one. Let's hear it. It's a documentary. Okay. It's one of the ones I finished. Yay. Um, It's that Superman, that Kevin Smith Superman documentary I couldn't get through that's not my recommend that's, that's telling not your you. recommend is this the nicholas cage
1: superman one
2: yeah yeah, yeah that one okay you remember what it's it. called oh fuck no did we had like on amazon we had like a showtime free preview or a stars free preview okay. and we tried to watch it during that and could not make it through i don't know it was just really boring to me gotcha um But this is a documentary that i did watch and like um it's called finders keepers Ah. and it's about a terrible terrible man that finds another man's leg in a barbecue grill and won't give it back to him
1: nice uh randy good friend of the show randy has recommended that very highly it is so good yeah it's on netflix it is on netflix so good Okay. I'm one of these days. It's on my queue.
2: It's just, I just have not gotten to it yet. Yeah. If you're, if you're, I, you ever get into documentary moods? Sometimes I do. Yeah, I do sometimes. It's it's a good one because it's not too emotional, okay. but it's not trite. It's, it's okay. very, it's a very genuine. All right, that's um, a good place go. to be. I like that. All right.
1: Um, my pick is also a Netflix recommend um, And it's it's a very me recommend Because it's just a horror movie that's streaming That I found to be of very good quality uh, Starring one of my favorite actors Who does not get enough credit And he's awesome in everything And is the best thing in everything Pollyanna McIntosh Oh yeah, what'd you watch? Uh, I watched Let Us Pray Okay, yep did you I see I not this? seen it yet but okay. I she, no, I, can't I remember she was in it though. Did this come out in the theaters or no? Cuz the don't title think so. was like I recognize the title, but I it's a Scottish movie so I'd be surprised if it did just cuz it's it's I don't, very Scottish English. I um, don't have much recollection of it if it did. Okay, so it's Pollyanna McIntosh who was the woman in the woman and who's just always yep. the best thing in everything she's in. She is badass and kick-ass and awesome. Uh and so she is a uh, police officer in this like small town, starting her first day, and like all these weird things are happening in this town. Uh, and Liam Cunningham shows up. Liam Cunningham is on Game of Thrones. He is Davos Seaworth. Um, again, British actor is in a lot of stuff. Is awesome. Is very like handsome in this older man kind of way. Has a great voice. Hmm. Uh, and it, it's pretty clear pretty quickly that. He has this power Where when he Touches you He sees your crimes Or your sins And of course Everybody in this town Has done something horrible And murdered somebody And so on And so it's sort of This like Avenging angel Kind of one night Siege tale Mm -hmm. Um And it's just Good It's Really well acted. I mean, you have you have two really good actors in your leads, which helps. Uh, beautifully shot. Like, the soundtrack's really good. Um, it's just a solid little movie, and it made me want more. Like, it ended, I'm like, okay, I'll take the sequel. I want to see the next chapter of that story. Oh, interesting. Uh, so I should watch it. I think you would like it. I think you would dig it. It's not perfect, um, but it's just, it's solid, and it was, like... There were, but Once it hit, it hit a certain point where I'm like, okay, I know everything. It's, I kind of can figure out what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's well done. And it, and I just, I enjoyed watching it a lot.
2: I guess. Honestly, the reason why I haven't watched it is because I was afraid of the production quality. No, production quality is very good. Okay, um, well, there you go. I'll yeah, watch this it This is then. a movie
1: made. It's like one of those probably, um, I forget what studio it is, but it's like, I recognize the studio name when I saw the opening little thingy. Um, I mean, the budget clearly isn't huge. You can tell just by how few characters there are, kinda. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they cast real actors. One of the guys in it was in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've good actors. You have a like uh, very good like lead. Like Pollyanna McIntosh plays a interesting badass character with a history. Um, the gore and the action is done very well. Like, the opening credits are actually, like, offensively beautifully shot. Ooh, fun. Like, you'll, you'll see what I mean when you watch it. Like, the opening credits are this sort of landscape and crows flying, and it's just, like, watching it, I'm like, I don't know if I feel like watching this kind of – this feels, like, fancier than I'm ready for. But then it turns out – Oh, into a yeah, like, I hear you. It's a little pretentious almost, but but in, like, a <laughs> – Oh, no, I love that. Yeah, I think you should watch it. I think you'd enjoy it. Okay. Let us pray. Good. Uh, P r e y, which I'm not crazy about that choice of title, but anyway. Uh, so those are our recommends. I have an idea for next episode. What? Okay. That's not a reflection. That's you were really excited <laughs> about my idea. Clearly,
2: I'm getting uh, getting in in my natural state for watching I am, Honey, 6. it's
1: double digits here. It's ten o'clock. I know. I'm sorry. I I woke up at five oh five. I'll have you know.
2: Oh no, I'm sorry. It's okay.
1: It's okay. I have been up for f- f- some form of hours. I'm not doing that math. Never mind. Thirty
2: five hours. <laughs> Thirty five
1: hours. <in> nine days. <laughs> um, all right. So. Going through, like, different things on Amazon and stuff. And there's a movie that dear friend of the show Eric has recommended, like, and, like, repped for very hard for a long time on Amazon Prime. And that mm-hmm. is The Poker House, which stars okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Um, has a really good ca- – there's, like, a couple of other actors in it that I'm like, ooh, that person. Ooh, that person. And it's directed by Lori Petty. And it is somewhat oh, autobiographical. Okay. So I thought, you know what? I, I love Lori Petty. Um. Always liked her. She's, you know, scrappy and always brings something interesting. And you know what movie I have never seen?
2: What? What is, like, the most... Tank Girl? Tank Girl. I've never seen Tank Girl. I've never seen Tank Girl
1: either. You've never seen it either? Uh-uh. So how about Poker House and Tank Girl? Wow, we're cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's do it. That's the next episode. Um... Poker House is on Amazon Prime. Tank Girl, I think is not, but I think it's a $2.99 rental on Amazon, so unless my library has it, I should check that first, actually. Yeah,
2: I I, I'm gonna try to get in that habit too. I'm at the library every week and I never think to do anything with movies. And I'm sure you guys have Interloan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Use that. I never never think to do anything. Girl. I I know, I gotta get on. Missing
1: out. Everybody out there, support your library. It's a wonderful institution. It is. I love it. It gives yes. me books, and it feels like I'm shopping, but I'm not spending. But you're money. not spending money unless you return things late, and then you're spending a little money. I still owe twenty five cents. That reminds me. I'm angry at um, my hometown library because my mother got a book out from the library, and it came with a DVD. And my mom, when she got the book, she it was like a, it was an interloan library where she had requested it. And they gave her the DVD. She was like, oh, I didn't ask her this. They're like, no, no, no. It goes with the book. Okay. And, like, a book usually has, like, a two-, three-week checkout. The DVD was one week, and my mom didn't know. So, like, she got an overdue notice, and she was like, what? And they weren't, like, uh, they weren't going to waive it. So I'm kind of – I forgot. I need to battle the Petshaw Library in my mother's honor. But anyway – other than that Despite the power other this. than that libraries are wonderful and you should all support them they are on that note i wish everybody uh, a horse free next few weeks you don't get trampled do not good night
0: why you come in here looking like that in your Why'd you come in here looking like that? Why'd you come?